Okay, everyone. Good afternoon. Good evening. Good morning. My name is Paul. I'm here with Greg. So better known as Black Pill Greg. You can call me Black Pill Paul. And you may be wondering if you came across this channel, Black Pill Sales, what it's all about. And we wanted to make this intro introduction video for you to tell you what our plans are for this for this channel, for this stream, and why we created it. Now, Greg and I are both in sales. We've been in sales for a very, very long time. And we have noticed that the, the industry is changing. There are some really refreshing things going on. And there's also some things that are, I guess, still going on <laughs> over many, many years that have both of us, you know, I, I would say, um, you know, we, we, we kind of are in, are in the, we're in the camp of we, we kind of do want to see things evolve. So what we wanted to do was create this channel, a stream, give people in the sales industry a voice. Uh, and, and also, uh, you know, when appropriate, we can obviously, uh, you know, teach and help and, and, uh, and, and have people in the industry part of the stream. So, so they can kind of tell us, you know, what's on their mind and, you know, some of the challenges that they're looking to, um, you know, they're coming, coming across and, and we can all really help each other out. So Greg, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? I don't want to do all the talking here and, um, you know, what, what's your, what's your, uh, you know, just follow up on really what I just said. Yeah, really, uh, appreciate the time being on here. I mean, this is something you and I've been talking about for a long time, obviously, you cover the fact that we've both been in sales, different aspects of organizations, business development, etc. Uh, really, everything soup to nuts when it comes to being involved in generating revenue and really building relationships with people. And we see a lot of things, you and I, when, when we're talking about what we read, what we consume, what we're encountering in our various engagements, whether it be something with the employer, something with private equity, something with uh, the sales process not making sense when you have, you know, barriers and hurdles. So that's where this concept of, of black pill and black pill sales really came into play. I know it really was kind of born out of those ongoing conversations that you have you and I have had for a couple of years. And I think we really landed on this fact that there's just gotta be so many people out there that are thinking the same thing. We're seeing it, we're hearing about it in different places. Some of these uh, different folks that you see out there on the internet, LinkedIn, whatever it might be. It, it's, a, it's an ideal forum to really kind of bring these things up and be a voice for everyone to talk about what's not being talked about maybe we can talk about it in a way that they can't you know they really want to sometimes you have to hang on to your job sometimes you are beholden to the process that you're part of at that organization and you know i can speak for myself i'm not so i think that's what's so interesting about this is you know i'm willing to speak uh, much more freely only because some of the things i've gone through just made me realize hey there's stuff to talk about People want to talk about it, but they, 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 they don't know if that's a good move or not, right? So that's what we're here for, really. Bring things up, talk about them. And I really wanted to, Paul, kind of lead into, you know, we're talking about 
being the voice of many, challenging the process, finding better ways forward, whether we're griping about something or solutionizing, right? Coming up with strategies. I wanted to talk about this concept of the pillology, right? It's black pill sales. And yeah. I, I wanted to talk about that because I you and I went over it a couple of different times and I really like it. So I wanted to I wanted to see if you could talk a little bit about what the different pills are, at least at this point, right? We've got three of them. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking you could run through what each one is like we could cover. We got the blue, the red and the black. Yeah, that, that that's great. And and one other thing to add to to what Greg said, we want to make the stream. Listen, we didn't want to sh show our our. Uh, we wanted to make the the part, the future participants com comfortable. So we didn't want to you know have our cameras on, uh, you know, make you feel. Uh, anyone pressure that they'd have to show their face, it's going to be completely anonymous, right? This is going to be really giving you, the, the stream's really about giving you a voice and, and us, we're all helping each other out with, uh, you know, with the, the, the various misalignments in, in today in, in sales and process. But but going back into the pillology, and this is something that's evolving, right? This is something that's evolving. And you may be wondering, well, what, what is the black pill? Well, but first, before we talk about the black pill, like, what is someone, what is a salesperson who's blue pilled? You know, what, what does that, what does that mean? What is a blue pilled salesperson? When I think of a blue pilled salesperson, I think of someone who has sat down, who's in the interview room and either the recruiter or the sales manager says, oh yeah, this is a, um, you know, $80,000 base, you know, 150 to plan, but you know, the, you know, rep year last year made, you know, $250,000 and, this person is just kind of really eating it all up and really not asking the right questions. And, and, you know, once they join the company, they're these pe the people who I'm sure everyone knows it, who just blindly consume what they're fed, uh, find themselves c consistently frustrated and uh, are the real, uh, I, I would say um, kind of pawns in the game. And I would consider that to be a, uh, a blue pilled, a blue pilled salesperson. Now, the red pilled salesperson, I would say, is really that's the process where you're discovering the truth. This is the the really the acknowledgement uh, of the reality of of a corporate sales culture and it, and really its intentions, right? So they they know that a lot of times we've all you know we've all worked for for companies that have just kind of fed us the BS, to either keep us quiet or to to kind of crack the uh, crack the whip. But a lot of people, you know, those red pale salespeople, like they they know uh, what they're being told is is definitely questionable and and could and is is kind of a grift in many cases. But they choose to kind of really remain and stay in the game. Hey, they want to climb up the corporate ladder. Um, they just you know do do what they need to do what needs to be done, and they kind of will will sell at all costs. Um, but they they have experienced that level of of truth. Now black pill, I would think a black pill salesperson. Is someone with the red pill knowledge that they understand that you know what's being uh, fed to them, but I think that their long-term goal is to really move on and um, to create something else. Maybe whether it be a side hustle that could lead to something bigger, uh, whether it be a different role in the company, uh, whether it be um, really anything. So they're just kind of buying in. They they may be at the company for a short term, but they have longer term aspirations um, that could that are a little bit a uh, little bit entrepreneurial, independent, and different. You know, these these they're not really buying into um, you know false narratives. They're they're just 
um, you know, doing what they can to avoid the BS. And, and, and this is, um, you know, there, there, there are a lot of folks out there like that, Greg, and, and I'll, I'll let you chime in. When we we got inspired to do this by some really cool people with some interesting messaging on LinkedIn. Oh, for sure, for sure, and and it's not just on LinkedIn, right? So everybody, everybody out there, you know, whether they're listening or not, you know, they're out there consuming these different things. They're hearing stories. They're hearing about situations. You know, people's great success, people's great struggles, everything in between, and. That's really what it's all about. And when we get back to this pillology, yeah. which I really appreciate you going through that original concept, because that's exactly what we would talk. We were talking about when we look at the blue pill, the red pill, and the black pill. And of course, like you said, this is going to go through its various evolutions, right? Someday there might be a purple pill and all that. But so for me, you know, blue pill, the gullible, you know, person that just comes in and they just do their job. They hear stuff they don't like, but they kind of just they push through, but they're not necessarily playing the game. They're just kind of like an automaton, so to speak. And the red pill, like you said, they acknowledge that reality of what's really happening within these various corporations when it comes to the game itself. They just want to be in the game and they're going to leverage it as much as they can to get ahead. And there's really nothing wrong with that necessarily, right? Nothing wrong with that per se. Yeah. But when we get to the black pill, that's why we're kind of saying it's it's not about just doing what you're told. It's not about just playing the game. It's about going a step further and doing some things differently. You know, you mentioned the side hustle and there's this big question as to whether that's necessary, what can that do for you? Well, someone who's who's black pill is going to be thinking about that. They're yeah. going to be thinking about that. They're going to have their mind on that. They're going to see something within the organization that doesn't work, that they don't agree with. They might lean on whatever their their red pill base is for understanding and you know seeing the situation for what it is, but they're not really going to stand for it. That doesn't mean that they're out there railing against the system within the organization, because that's not going to be productive. You and I both know that because I'm kind of that guy, right? Yeah. Where I'm going to be outspoken. And for anybody out there that's in that situation, if you're going to be outspoken, if you are going to rail against the system within the organization you represent, you must be prepared for that to not go well, but that can be a blessing in disguise, but don't, don't get it twisted. There's a lot of risk in that. I think, you know, to kind of tell a little bit of a story, if you're okay with it. Sure. I think when you, when you get into these situations and you are outspoken, you wear your heart on your sleeve, you, you don't go along to get along. You definitely, you definitely are going to create friction and it's not that people don't understand what you're frustrated about. It's not that they don't want it to change, but they may know that it can't change. So for them, they understand, but they can't focus on solving that, right? They got to look at the bigger picture that they've embraced, right? Whether, whether they're selling at all costs or they don't care if the stuff that they're selling really works or not. They don't, they could care less if they're ripping people off. You know, they're there, they're there for the money. They're there for 
maybe getting a new title, right? We see it all the time. People come in, they latch onto a VP title and it's complete hogwash. They're, they're not even qualified. They're a sales manager at best, but they got that title and they get to carry that forward. You know, that's worth something to a lot of people. And if you roll that way, I don't know if I can fault you, but I don't know that I need to necessarily go along and Hey, just in full disclosure, I could be completely wrong about all this stuff. I'm just telling you what I see, what I hear, and what I think, and I'm not trying to be right. I mean, I'm just doing me. Yeah, and you know what, Greg? One of the things that you know you mentioned, and one of the things I think I've seen, I'm sure people who listen to this seem is like listening to this uh, have seen is that there are some people. There's that saying, you know, squeaky wheels either get the grease or they get change. And I found that people who do rail against the system and complain a lot the more valuable they are or the more their boss needs them to do stuff, they'll put up with it. But it really is comes out to your, really to your output and, um, and, and so forth. But, but I think, you know, Greg, um, yeah, th this is really about uh, the, the black pill is, is to me is, is really about the truth. It's about the truth. It's about, there are certain realities within sales that, uh, that are that are coming to light. Like I said, there are there are some great people, and we'll even mention them uh, in in the future on on uh, LinkedIn who are talking about this, and they're the, the kind of the newer age salespeople. Um, we all, we I, we both don't agree with everything that they do, but they're bringing up the important topics, and the important topics are going to be are some of our future plans that we have for the stream. Some really really good topics. Um, there we're going to have topics on quotas. Right, calling out this these you know really fake pie in the sky quotas. Uh, we're gonna do. We're gonna talk about private equity, right? As a salesperson, what do you need to look forward to? Um, for not, what do you need to look out for when you go and work for a company that is majority owner has private equity involved? What does that really look like? We're gonna go into more detail that there. You know, and 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 just to chime in there, you. Some people, they might have some things to look forward to in that situation. You oh, mentioned it, and, and that, that, that's what's great about this, this forum for everyone is, you know, I might say one thing, I might see one thing, you might see another thing, Paul, and kind of call it out, and it doesn't necessarily have to be spot on right. What it has to be is a spot on observation so that people can think. So it really comes down to with these episodes that we're going to roll into, you know, what about, what about, you know, of course we're going to have expert guests on certain topics that relate to their domain expertise. You mentioned private equity. Yeah. Uh, we're definitely going to talk about leadership, leadership styles, and, and we're calling people out and it doesn't mean we're calling them out for stuff we hate. We could be calling them out for stuff that we love. Wow. That really worked. I wonder why is anybody else trying this? Not designed um, to be negative. This is not designed to be negative. We're not going to call out their personal names. <laughs> no, 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 no. The anonymity is important. Yeah. So yeah. real, real quick for everybody out there, um, please keep in mind, you know, like if you send us a story, if you want to chime in on the chat, when we start opening that up, especially if we're doing a live stream, we, we really want everything redacted because this is not about, you know, necessarily crushing any one particular individual, right? This is, this is really about calling out the system. One of, one of the things that we talked about uh, when prepping our future uh, topics and, you know, what the shows are going to be about, we talk about the 
the quotas you mentioned that are just pie in the sky made up. Yeah. We need to call that out because if other people are experiencing it, at least they can you know, kind of commiserate. And that sounds negative, but it's not. It's cathartic, right? We can talk about sales systems. We're going to talk about the old quarterly boring review, QBRs, everybody. So look forward to that. That's going to be really, really, really cool. Um, how about this one, Paul? The trade show wasteland. <laughs> yeah. Is there a better way? Oh, yeah. So that that's going to be uh, a really fun one. And you brought one up that I, I thought was really, really interesting because I think we can explore it to the nth degree. I don't think it ever goes away. It could always be brought up at some point or another. And that is this concept of people, will you please stop with the God complex? Yeah. You know, this idea that a lot of people think management is so above them and Again, I'm not saying I'm not saying you really need to do this, but my first thought is grow some balls. But don't forget that comes with risk. Yeah, and I think you know that that one hits home to me because a lot of that has to do with belief in oneself, right? And and there are listen, we we and Greg, you and I both know we 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 work for for managers that got the job because hey, the guy above them is a friend, guy or gal above them is a friend, or you know, maybe they had a blowout quarter and it doesn't mean that they were great managers. They just were, they just kind of got to that, got to that role. And the, this, that particular, that particular episode is, is it's definitely going to hit home because I think a lot of people just are, I, and we've seen it. I mean, we, we've worked um, in organizations where we're just people just, you know, they, they are so just beholden to management and they're just, I mean, without even realizing so, so much of that is kind of, like, you know, done on the seat of their pants. So it's, it's, oh, it's a big the, one. yeah, you, the, you're, you're so right about that. And, you know, we've both seen it numerous, countless times, right? Countless times. Yeah. And they're, they're, look, I, it's not about, it's not about hate, but if you're experiencing it, you're witnessing it, and maybe you're not a party to it so yeah. to speak, right? You're not, you're not involved. Then it starts to feel like you're, you're, you're just hating on them because they're getting ahead. But for me, it's like, Hey, go get ahead. You know, the, whatever floats your boat, but there are some things about it when someone goes about doing it that way, where I'm saying, well, where's your, where's your, I guess, ethics. Yeah. Right. So that's, that's, that's a really, really big one. I mean, that's going to be an ongoing one. Um, another one that we saw um, as an important topic was marketing. You know, what about the disconnect or what's happening in marketing that we're starting to like? What are we, what are we seeing out there? Or how about this one? Don't take the job. Yeah. Pay attention to yeah. these warning signs. We're going to be working on some shows relative to that because, again, we want to help people and we just want to put out some information that helps you make better decisions. And, hey, if you, if you make a decision and it's not the best one, maybe we'll have some ideas on how you can make the best of that. I thought of one last night, Paul. This is a big one. Yeah. Thriving in the chaos. Yeah. You and I used to talk about that a lot. Oh, yeah. Some How people, about some people are really good at that? <laughs> oh, yeah, and it look, there's nothing wrong with that, right? If you can get through it, if you can survive and thrive in the chaos, then 
maybe your goal is to stick and stay and make it pay. Yeah. It, it, it's okay. It's totally okay. How about this one? When to know it's time to leave. Yep. Yep. This is, uh, this is really, that one's designed for those who are, those who are just continuously smoking the hopium. <laughs> right? That's the hopium. I love it. I love it. Hopium who, who don't, this is like one of the things that I have caught myself. I've made that mistake twice. I don't know how many times. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I, I, and just you know, maybe you know, you're 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 in a bad situation, but things change for a month. But still, you're just well. Maybe it'll continue. I mean, listen, if if you know, this is if the fundamentals are bad, they're going to remain bad. And even if it does change, play the percentages. Damn it, <laughs> just you know, just play the percentages. Um, very rarely does it turn out, um, you know, the way you want. But if you're in a bad situation, uh, we can. I can talk a lot about that. I'd love to share my my experiences. But also, we we want to hear hear from you too. And I think you know what. What are some of the other ones that we talked about? Um, you know, we talked about the future of sales. I'm going to share. Uh, a conversation. I do have conversations with with lots of sales leadership CEOs on what you need to be aware of. This is a very big one. This one will probably be one of the probably one of the uh, the ones we'll do sooner rather than later. That's going to be really important. But I think it's that one is a very very big one, and uh, I'm looking forward to that. So so basically, what. Um, you know, what we're going to end up doing is we are going to, to work on getting some guests. We're going to work on, um, um, you know, having a, having a kind of consistent schedule. We want to get a consistent schedule and uh, we want to make sure we're getting a participation because this is really about giving you a voice and, you know, allowing you to heal and all of us learning from that. So without further ado, welcome to uh, Black Pill Sales. And we look forward to communicating with everyone pretty soon.